the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Nice uh, little tribute thing to do for uh, Eddie in a moment here. But just real, real quick, I want to let you know, on a day like this, start thinking, some people start thinking, you know, hey, you know, it might be time for me to look to buy a new house. Might be time to maybe sell this house. Might be time to do, you know, you buy a house, but on contingency. Because if you're going to go contingency, you got to make sure your house sells. So that plays. Very well here in the Riverbend with Landmark Realty. That's Matt Horn and his crew over there. He got like 30 people over there working for you. They handle all the paperwork. You ever done? I I did. I was once a real estate uh, salesman. Worked for Gundaker for about two years over on the Missouri side. I was between gigs. So I thought, well, at least do something you might be good at talking to people, do something that you can learn from so I know how to buy a house. So when I studied Matt Horn, talked to Matt Horn, Landmark Realty, I said, you know, these guys know their stuff. 30 people, holy mackerel. That's a lot of experience. It's going to help a home buyer, a home seller. If you're going to list, you got to list with a leader. So I'm turning on to Matt Horn. So I'm turning on to Godfrey Landmark com, That's their website. You see all the houses there. GodfreyLandmark.com. And what I like in today's modern world is that not only do you see the houses front, side, interior, basement, whatever it might be, but you also see it from above. So you see how big the lot size is. So you see how that land does indeed shift itself as far as it being your possession is concerned. But you got to contact them, 618-466-1513. But if you go to GodfreyLandmark.com, it's got all the information right there. And when you are on that website, I highly urge you, if you're thinking about buying a house, uh, get on uh, the registration for the Homes by Email. Homes by Email are going to be new listings. As soon as they hit the market, they go right to your inbox. So if you are looking for a house, you see one you like, boom, you're there as quick as quick is, usually quicker than others because you got Matt Horn on top of the deal, Landmark Realty, all right? Check it out. Listing, buying, you're going to go with the pros. You list with a leader. Buying, 
want somebody who understands how the paperwork works so you don't have to work the paperwork because that ain't nothing but a hassle. But when you know this stuff, like Landmark, uh, Landmark Realty does, bingo, GodfreyLandmark.com. Eddie! Here it comes! just a ferocious boy on that guitar that's all it is just astounding earlier i talked to you about the dynamic that's a blatant example of the dynamics that a guitar player a front man will put on his band so that it has a shift in the way the music is presented to you and thus holds your attention because it ain't the same four four over and over again the shift in the dynamic Helps hold your attention. It's part of the hook line that is the song, whether on a melodic basis or whether it's on a lyrical basis. Eddie Van Halen right there. That, of course, Hot for Teacher. One of the great songs and one of the greatest drum lead-ins ever from Alex. That's a crazy story a little bit earlier about they were learning to uh, play, you know, orchestral type of piano. Flamenco guitar. They saw the Dave Clark font. Say, we want this. And they turned to rock and roll. Alex got on the drums. Eddie got on the guitar. And as they say, the rest is history. But they were fortunate also because they were California boys who lived out there. I think it was Pasadena. But they lived out there and had the opportunity to play all the nightclubs on the strips, the whiskey, all of them. Man, I remember going to see that stuff back when I was a younger man. That was fantastic, watching the groups come through. But one of the things about Van Halen, a lot of people didn't know, was that uh, Eddie Van Halen was never able to read music. He learned everything by just observing other musicians, listening to it on the radio, off a cassette deck, whatever the case may be. In one interview, he uh, talked about how he'd improvise during piano recitals, and yet the improv- uh, improvisation was so magnificent, they just considered it a part of the orchestral. And then his improvising. As far as guitar playing is concerned in the Van Halen concerts, phew. Eddie Van Halen said 90% of the things that I do on guitar, if I had taken lessons and learned to play by the book, I would not play at all the way I do. Ain't nothing by you know nothing bad about learning it by the book. And sometimes it's best to learn it by the book and then put your touch on top of it. But he didn't even mess with the book. He just went straight touch. 
And I'm going to get to that touch in just a little bit because he did a thing called tapping. And that was kind of like a trademark of Eddie Van Halen's. And a lot of people say he invented it. He said that uh, he may have enhanced it, but he doesn't think that he invented it. He may have played it differently than some others in the past, but you'll hear in just a moment here. He had an initially uncredited role on Beat It, Michael Jackson's big hit, Beat It, 22 seconds. Guitar solo in there. That's Eddie V. Magnificent. Van Halen. I'm just looking at various things here. I studied up on this. Thank my girl Chop Chop for helping me out. Van Halen set a Guinness World Record. All right. It's 1983. They're performing on what's called Heavy Metal Day at the U.S. Festival, the US Festival, whatever they call it. It's out in San Bernardino, California. All right, you ready for this? 90-minute set. You know they were rocking it. You know that they were partying it up. 90-minute set in 1983. <laughs> they got, and set the Guinness World Record, they got $1.5 million for the 90-minute set. Magnificent. And when they asked Eddie about it, he made a really, really good point, especially with these big concerts. It's like most of that money doesn't go to the musicians. Most of it goes to what's called production, sound, lights, effects, all that stuff. And in that, you got to have people working it for you, you know? What I say? Working it for you. That's what you got to do. So, $1.5 million in 1983. Wow. He has several patents that all got to do with guitars. And one of the things that he did uh, with guitars, uh, as far as sound affecting is concerned, it's a song called Pound Cake, and it's on, come on, Ash. Oh, I can't remember which album it's on. Pound Cake. I remember it. Come back to me. But anyway, on the song Pound Cake, he's got an electric drill buzzing in a song, and he's playing on top of the buzz. It's a fantastic sound. By the way, Van Halen, that deal where they banned the brown M&Ms from backstage because they have a tray of M&Ms, but you couldn't have the brown M&Ms in there. The reason that, that, that's that's for real. That's not, uh, you know, an urban tale. That is a for real. Reason being, and this is smart, reason being this is so smart is if by chance they got to a gig and they go into the dressing room and there's your your tray, your plate, your bowl of M&M's and it had chocolate M&M's in it, then they know that whoever was in charge did not read the contract in its totality. So that's the way you judge a person. Do you want to come play for this guy again? Because he didn't serve you correctly. Well, just chocolate M&M smash. Ah, that's not the point. The point is, did he read the contract? Did he provide as was agreed to in the contract? Magnificent. I just thought that was, there's all kinds of stuff on Eddie Van Halen. I got uh, X amount of time. But once again, Guitar Magazine, one of the greatest guitarists in rock history, they, they of course, rate him. 
Van Halen in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's 2007. And this year, Guitar World has him in the top 10. I'm just going to go top five. I'll go top 10 real quick. Number 10 is Slash. Nine is Jeff Beck. All right, so Slash is of the younger. The rest of it is the boys, all right? Jeff Beck's at number nine. Alex Lifeson comes in at number eight. That's Rush. Richie Blackmore comes in. Deep Purple, that's number seven. David Gilmore from Pink Floyd, number eight, uh, six, number six, number six. And then Clapton starts off the top five. He's number five. Eddie Van Halen's in at number four. The top three guitarists of all time, Jimmy Page at three, Hendrix at two, and Brian May from Queen is at number one. So they always ask me in various interviews, you know, who are your favorite drummers? Who are your top five drummers? Who's your top five guitar? I always put Alex Van Halen on, on drums and Eddie Van Halen because he was able to take concert playing on that guitar and put hits forth. And yet at the same time, beyond being a concert band, they were a party band. It was magnificent at a Van Halen concert. So anyway, there's a story about this thing. It's called tapping. And Eddie Van Halen would tap his uh, guitar right there on the, on the high strings tap, 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 and put forth a, a sound. Here's that tapping explanation from Eddie as he's teaching class at one of the universities and a little here as to what that tapping sound was. You know, before the Internet, nobody could search things and whatever. But, you know, lately everybody's going, oh, Eddie Van Halen didn't invent tapping and, and pull hammer-ons and pull-offs and this and that. And I never claimed that I did. But I do know how and when I figured out how to do it. And on top of that, I never really heard anybody do with it what I did, which is actual pieces of music. But I'll never forget, Alex and I used to go to every concert um, at, the, at the forum in L.A. And uh, Led Zeppelin's playing, and, and Jimmy Page is going like this. He's going... Okay, so he's got his hand up in the air, in the air and I'm going... So basically, I just moved the nut. Okay, this part right here is the nut. But then, I, I, instead of using this hand, I use this hand. So, like right now, if I go like this, you can't tell which finger I'm using. This hand or that hand? You tell me, right hand or left hand? I'm using both, okay? So, no, so my, my point being, my point being is it's basically this finger or these two or however many you want to use is just an extension of this hand. Okay, so if I'm playing an A. You know, figuring that, that out, then, then I started actually making uh, little pieces, you know, like, like Eruption. 
Digging the Smash with Smash Daily on the Big Z. I want to tell you. I want to tell you. I want to tell you. I'm in a Van Halen mode. I'm not Sammy. I'm not David Lee. But I'm in Van Halen mode. I want to tell you. And then you got Eddie going. I want to tell you about Fisher Lumber. Fisher Lumber, magnificent place over there, 210 North Shamrock, East Alton, Illinois. Anything you need for a home betterment project. And the crazy part about it, they got like the eaves to the roof. So you want to put a roof on a house, they got those things. I don't even know what they're called. Let me get the, my man, the commander over here. What are those things called? That uh, I wasn't you, listening. Uh, <laughs> what are those things called where they're kind of like triangular and you put a roof on them on top of a house? Trusses? Yes. There you go. They even got trusses, Matt. Yeah. They got everything over there. Good. <laughs> In East Alton at Fisher Lumber. And I met uh, Ed Fisher. And he seemed to be a magnificent fellow. Magnificent fellow. The lady's name was Robin. She handles cabinets and everything. I walked in that place. To the left, they got everything as far as your home enhancement is concerned. Anything you need. Fix up the house with new cabinets. Fix out the house with new flooring. Everything is there. And a great part of it is these are Alton people. These are Riverbend people going to be helping you so they understand what you need. Say, okay, well, you know, I can go over to the big box stores and go. You ain't going to get the kind of help. You ain't going to get the right that the folks at Fisher Lumber. And they've been doing it. Commander, how long do you think uh, they've been doing it over there at Fisher Lumber? I know it's over 75 years. Yeah, I think Ed told me that. Uh, Isn't that wild? That is. At the same location. That's what's crazy. And they've just been buying up block by, and you see all these warehouses got different kind of things for you. You got to see it in a way. It's not only a great place to buy stuff for your home remodeling project, let's say, but it's something to see. It's it's almost like a, a museum to, hey, take advantage of the fact that these folks are in your neighborhood and they're going to help you build whatever you want to build because they're going to give you and get you to the right materials. And have you ever... Impl- I'll tell you what else. They built my first house. And I lived there. Really? We lived there for 15 years, raised our family there. It was a great house, so... Magnet. I didn't know they built houses. I, I they did a project. Uh, there used to be a school in East Dalton called Blair School. They tore that school down, and Fisher came in and built a bunch of new houses, and that's where oh, no we kidding. lived for fifteen years. So, so the children were denied an education because you wanted. I to needed live a house. That's what it was. Okay, Fisher Lumber is the name of the place in East Alton. Take advantage of the fact that they're right there on Shamrock Street to help you. With your project. Dig the smash. Anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. The Smash Daily Podcast. Smashdaily.com. I know the Lord is all right. Till the word of Lord is all right. I see the Lord. young lady right over here because coming up a month from now we got a magnificent event that's that's getting ready to roll in here tammy how are you saying your last name nowadays i know same way it was when i first came <laughs> very very good i baby. haven't 
I haven't changed it. <laughs> right on. Hey, a month from now, we are on for the uh, virtual fundraising banquet. And let me tell you what. One of the things I didn't know because I was studying up on you over, over the weekend, that this lady here, she's executive director of the Riverbend Family Ministries. It's out there on Ferguson Avenue in Wood River. Executive director. And she goes with James 3, 17 and 18. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. And I tell you what, since you took over and started up this Riverbend Family Ministries, it was 2007, something like that, wasn't it? It was. It was 2007 when we started, absolutely. Well, you have prospered some people's lives because of the blessing that you're able to deliver, courtesy of the provision of the Lord. Bravo to you, baby. Ah, thanks, Nash. That, that means a lot. Hey, so, 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 that's a magnificent uh, scripture right there, James 3, 17 and 18, because in reality, it is honor God, help people. And that's what Riverbend Family Ministries is all about. I just study on up on all you guys do, and it's kind of like fantastic. So I'm so looking forward to this virtual fundraising banquet. So now the question is, so virtual banquet, how does that play? You know, it, it's this year's been a little challenging yes. for all of us. Normally, we I, we love gathering all of our friends and our partners in one big space. It's like a big party, and and we can share just the the really great things that are happening at RFM, and and just to share what partnership means and community mm-hmm. means to us, and and it's just. It's, it's more fun to do it all in one big room, but this yeah. year, you know, with with COVID, it's, we're not going to be able to together and, and do those events. So we've just gotten creative, and we've decided everybody's using Zoom and Facebook Live to um, to communicate to, to loved ones and the family, and yeah. and we thought, well, we could do the same thing. Right on. We, we can go Facebook Live. We can reach out to our friends and our families and our community members. And, and actually, it's, this may be a little more fun because we're going to reach out to people from all over the United States. Um, Facebook is international. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, we're going to have friends that are going to be seeing it all over. Um, we're going to bring in some really fun people. We're we're going to set up home camp at the Post Commons in Alton, yeah. and and Hugh and Cheryl are just going to be our gracious hosts for the evening because they've just allowed us just to take over uh, the Post Commons this year. And 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 Smith, I'm just so I'm so thankful that you've agreed to just kind of empty and keep us moving through this. I, I know moving. this. You know, some of the, the things that we do just touch your heart and mm-hmm. and really make you so thankful for your own life journey and things that have happened, your own story, yeah. that I know you, you just are rejoicing with our families that have just walked the journey. Um, and we're so thankful um, that you've agreed to just be part of, of just such a unique but great evening and and so just from the board and from myself uh thanks for just being part of that honored to be a part of it let me tell you what i'm digging this halter family who is going to be cheryl and hugh who is uh, going to be i guess kind of like uh 
I'm kind of like master of ceremonies. They're like host over there at Post Commons. I'm reading up on on these guys, and wow, what an angle of getting people to the Lord that they have. It's fantastic. Oh, Hugh and Cyril are good friends of ours, and they are amazing people. Mm-hmm. They love Jesus and love others. Yep. Well, this— and by their actions, by their words, by the things that they do in community, how they create community. Uh, I mean, they just really love God, love others, and yeah. that's what it's about. That is what it's about. And by the way, congratulations. In the middle of the COVID, it was, uh, what was it, about $3,300 that uh, Riverbend Family Ministries uh, got presented by uh, the, what is the name of the youth group? The Riverbend Growth Association. They're a youth group over there, right? Yeah. We did. They're, they're young adults committee uh, with the Riverbend. They they were able to select um, various nonprofits to do service projects with right before COVID hit, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they were able to come to our building and, and do a, a couple of, of service projects. But then they were to vote on a, a nonprofit. Um, that they wanted to give this grant to, if you will, these proceeds. And um, it was right after COVID hit that they had awarded RFM with these funds. And it came at the perfect time because we, even though we are closed to walk-in clients and and we aren't doing – services the way we normally do them, that doesn't mean we've stopped serving our families. Righto, righto. We've just found different ways Mm -hmm. to collect their information, and it's appointment only. Um, Our therapists have done telehealth and Zoom and different ways to stay connected. Um, We've since gone back into the building, but it's still appointment only, and, and Crisis goes on. Right on. Crisis does. Yeah. We've probably seen more families in crisis than we have in a long time mm-hmm. because, you know, COVID, whether you've been affected by COVID, whether your business has shut down due to COVID, whether you've had to let you yourself have had to lay off employees right. due to COVID, whether a family member has lost one income, whether you've physically lost a loved one due to COVID, our lives in Madison County have all been affected one way or another. Um, And we've had many of our families that have come to RFM for rental assistance, utility assistance. We know statistically domestic violence calls have increased Um, with our kiddos not being in school most of the year, right. uh, we don't have eyes on our kiddos like we should have mm-hmm. to make sure they're safe. Yeah. Um, with our kiddos being home, a lot of those kiddos, their parents are used to them getting one to two free meals a day. Yeah, that's right. You get five kids home eating meals all day long. Mm-hmm. That changes a budget. I sure does. Um, and so the things that we've experienced this year, um, RFM, because of the generosity of partners and community, we've been able to feed more families. We've been able to get families that are um, 
that are really threatened by real homelessness to safe housing, our addiction, mental health has been a huge uptick in our communities because of the continued stresses. And so a lot of times individuals will find themselves self-medicating, isolating, Um, trying to soothe those stresses in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we've been able to offer those safe houses, um, therapy, um, just sustainability needs for those families to feel safer, Right-o. to, you know, to, to be healthier. And we know that if our families are experiencing that, then our community stronger. Tammy Escaris is the executive director of the Riverbend Family Ministries. November 5th is the virtual fundraising banquet. If people want more information, how do they get that? Where do they go? Et cetera, et cetera. Because I know everybody here at WBGZ, me, we're all going to let you know as this month hits to uh, November 5th. But where would somebody go if they needed some more info? If you need more information, you can call the Riverbend Family Ministries Mm -hmm. building down in Wood River. All right. 618-251-9790. Beautiful. Now, make sure that you leave a message. If you are calling, please leave a message because we are getting so many phone calls that our phones are tied up and we may not get to you, but that doesn't mean you're not important to us. So please leave a message, and within that 24-hour period, we will call you back. That's good. If it's an emergency, just right call on. medical professionals. Right but on. if it's rental assistance, utility assistance, you want to sign up for parenting classes or therapy, or you have a family member in the throes of addiction and you mm. need resources, just call us. Please leave a message, and we will get back to you. 618 618- All right, so, Tam, I'm going to catch up with you as as the month does go on here. We'll get more information as the month does go on. You just keep it right here on WBGZ. I'll catch up with you later, Tam. Thanks, Bill. I know the Lord is all right. Tell the world the Lord is all right. I said the Lord is all Well, every day at the studio, the man arrives, standing six foot one, weighing... Are you out of your freaking mind? Five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The smash, the smash, big bad smash. Smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash. Smash with you here. It's about 10 minutes till 6 o'clock. 
It's been uh, a fantastic day remembering Eddie Van Halen, remembering all the good that uh, that he did as far as our lives are concerned. What would he do? He made us happy. His playing got us rocking. His playing got us partying. His guitar playing took us away from thinking about all the kind of stuff we need to think about, like this debate tonight. Eddie Van Halen is playing, took us out of that, out of that mode. He knew how to turn a song into a party. That was the beauty of it. And then the actuality of him playing, whether it be he was always playing lead, but it wasn't lead when David Lee was singing, when Sammy was singing, whatever the case may be. It wasn't lead, but it was lead because he was a lead player. But he understood how to put the dynamic in there, as I was speaking a little bit earlier, and make his lead playing kind of like what the, they used to call a rhythm guitar. There's a in the bands a rhythm guitar and a lead guitar. Well, he was all of them because he could play <laughs> rhythm and lead at the same time. He was an astounding man as far as playing is concerned. And a very fun, loving guy. I got to meet him a couple, two, three times. I was uh, closer. Not the, that he's my friend, but uh, he is my friend. I was closer with Sammy because uh, Sammy was, this is the crazy part, Sammy was a fan from my days uh, on MTV. And Van Halen knew me from my days on MTV. And to be able to go into the dressing room, just hang with those guys, nice and easy. And everybody was casual, and everybody was laughing, and everybody was having a good time. Hey, that's stuff you don't forget. That's stuff that's ingrained in you. That's, that's stuff that just makes you happy because of the fact that you got to do this. I got to do that because I've been fortunate and blessed to be in the entertainment business and in the entertainment business of stage that I've always performed on was the radio. The radio is a stage. And one of the things that made that stage fun was the music of Van Halen. One of the things that made that stage just shake with happiness was the music of Eddie Van Halen. So Eddie, rest in peace, rock in peace, however you want to say it. Thanks. Thanks for the memories as the, as the song goes. And I understand, at a 10-year fight against cancer, I had the same thing. My wife, I know what he went through. I understand the deterioration. But he left a legacy of a kind that we will never forget. And a legacy of a kind that we're not ashamed or or afraid of showing our children. A junior, this is one of the baddest dudes ever as far as that rocking and rolling piano playing and not only that organ playing, he can play anything. But boy, that guitar, you know that uh, old uh, slogan, making that guitar talk, that's what uh, Eddie Van Halen did. And the band Van Halen, <laughs> I'm serious. They were the definition of a term that really played to them in the way they played. And that was balls to the wall. That's the way they played. That's the way they partied. That's the way we partied with them when we got to go to one of their concerts. 
Balls to the wall, baby. That's the way it was. And that was magnificent. We were of an age where we could handle that. Now, we're of an age where, boy, I'd love to handle that again. <laughs> but we are blessed to have had Eddie Van Halen in our lives and the music that he put forth with his band and his cohorts. Got to remember, we, the 40-plus demographic, we are of the age. And a lot of these boys, a lot of these girls are going to be heading on to the great beyond. Just got to understand. Just use the term, it's our time. And then understanding the fact that it is our time, understand that in our time, boy, we got to experience all kinds of great stuff. I understand what the kids are digging on and going through nowadays. It's a part of my, my gig is kind of like a pop culture type of guy, you know, a music type of guy. But we, our generation, we provided the Pete Townsends. We provided the Beatles. We provided Led Zeppelin. We provided Eddie Van Halen. And from that provision, man, do we have a substantial foundation of memories, substantial foundation to give to our kids, if they'll pay attention, substantial foundation of our heritage, of our demographic. So thank you, Eddie Van Halen. Thank you, Eddie Van Halen. Many people are called the man, but they're just called the man. Eddie Van Halen was the man.
Let's go.